Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, in the meantime, a very interesting new study out today from the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. We've heard a lot about diversification. It's a real popular buzzword in Alberta politics, and it's not specific to this current government, right? It's something the previous government, previous governments have talked about before. But what does it mean? How do we measure diversification? Is there an ideal level of diversification? Part of it stems from the idea that we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. Look at uh, Detroit. They were all in on the auto industry, and when that went sideways, they were hurting. Here in Alberta right now, the oil industry is hurting, Alberta's hurting. The idea is that if we can spread those eggs around in all kinds of different baskets, if you lose one basket, no big deal, you're fine, you've got all the others. But is that how it works? How diversified is Alberta? Maybe more so than we think. Uh, the study is called If It Matters, Measure It, Unpacking Diversification in Canada. You can read more at policyschool.ca. Trevor Toome is the co-author of this paper. He's an assistant professor of economics at the University of Calgary. Trevor, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. All right. Well, how do you, when people ask you, how, how do you define and explain what diversification means? Well, you, you hit it right on the head when you opened uh, this segment. That, that it's, it's a buzzword we hear all the time in many, many different contexts, and yet it is so rarely defined. So the goals are completely unclear, making it very difficult to know whether or not a particular policy announcement that the government has with the aim of increasing diversification will either work or not, or even whether it's needed or not. And so to measure it, though, we do have a lot of data, and a lot of different data tells very different stories. So we could look to employment and see how many workers are in this sector and how many uh, workers are in that sector, and then compare how evenly those employment shares are across sectors and how then we compare to our recent past or to other jurisdictions, other provinces, or other countries around the world. And if you do that, at least on employment, it looks like Alberta is the most diverse province in the country and more diverse now than we were in the 70s, for example. But other measures tell a different story. GDP, for example, where we derive our income from is much more concentrated than where our workers are employed. So our income diversity is, is much lower than other provinces. And that, and that does translate into the potential for higher volatility uh, of our income. But that's, that's very different than where I think the policy conversation is, which is very heavily focused on employment and jobs. And so at least the results of our study suggest that we'd have a more productive uh, discussion if we focused more on the income side rather than on the job side. Okay, so well, let's talk about the employment side, um, because obviously, you know, we've seen unemployment increase in Alberta since the drop in oil prices. Uh, here in Calgary, in fact, uh, unemployment is uh, in double digits, the first time in a couple of decades, at least, since we've been in, in that kind of territory. So clearly, with a downturn in this industry, we've seen an uptick in unemployment. So w- what's, what's the connection 
Yeah, absolutely. Employment in Alberta is connected to commodity prices. And when oil prices are at historic lows for a sustained period of time, as they are right now, new exploration, new drilling, new investment in oil and gas really falls. And we're seeing that in terms of job losses in that sector. It's primarily concentrated among those jobs in the support activity side, rather than the jobs in operating existing wells or existing facilities. Uh, and yeah, 10.2% unemployment here in Calgary, highest since 1993. So th- nothing in this report denies that low oil prices are a negative for Alberta's economy. We want to take a step back and take a broader view. Looking over time, since the 80s, uh, overall employment fluctuations in Alberta, you know, from one month to the next, are actually no more volatile here than elsewhere. So, yeah, we're seeing a bad time right now, but Ontario saw a pretty bad time in the financial crisis, and Alberta weathered that one pretty well. So uh, we all concentrate in, in different activities. That doesn't seem to actually expose us systematically to more employment risk than what we see in other jurisdictions. Right. Where we differ is on our income volatility. It's, it's much higher here than elsewhere, suggesting that we really need to do a better job saving when income is high uh, in order to not panic when, when, as it is right now, income is low. Right. Which, and, and I do want to talk about this. A point then on the, the employment situation, because, as you say, that, that seems to be the, the objective that the government talks about, is we've got to diversify the workforce and create different kinds of jobs. So the fact that it's been happening anyway even though governments keep going through this cycle where they try to think, how can we do this? How can we do this? And yet it's, it's been happening. How and why then has it been happening? Yeah, so if we look over a broad span of time, resource employment in Canada as a whole was around 8% in the mid-70s, and today it is half that. So we've seen a systematic decline in resource employment in Canada and in Alberta. A little under 7% of workers are involved in that sector here, making it um, a lot smaller than, than people, I think, realize. And so that just comes from natural pressures of economic growth, moving us towards a more service-oriented economy, professional services, healthcare, education, these sorts of areas are growing, and not just here, they're growing in every province, and they're growing around the world. I mean, the movement away from agriculture, um, we did that transition long ago. The move out of manufacturing towards services is something that we see systematically. It seems to be a very natural feature of economic growth broadly, rather than the result of particular government policies forcing it to happen. Uh, And the concern I have with policies that try to shift activity in a way that might not be justified by the fundamentals is that it can move workers across sectors in a way that isn't related to the underlying value of the worker. And so it can maybe slice up the pie more evenly, but at the cost of shrinking the overall size of that pie. All right, well, let's talk about uh, income. Or I guess the, the point you're making is about government revenue, that, that Alberta, I, I suspect, sees far more revenue volatility than do other provinces. Yeah, and that's primarily because of resource revenue being a very highly volatile source of revenue for governments. But overall income volatility in the province does go beyond government revenue. So corporate profits are, are very volatile here as well. And the drop in oil and gas corporate profits has been 
dramatic. Uh, you know, on that side of things, though, I'd say that shareholders are really best placed to make their own investment decisions about whether or not that kind of volatility is something that they're comfortable with. It's really not what I see as a public policy concern. What the government can control is its own mix of revenue, and, and royalties are just a really risky source. Um, and so the, the large deficit that we're seeing is almost entirely due to the drop-off in resource revenue. All right, so let's say the, the government's successful in encouraging more uh, small craft breweries in Alberta, including encouraging more petrochemical uh, development in Alberta, and encouraging more alternative energy companies to, to invest in Alberta. Is that going to have any impact on the volatility of government revenues? No, uh, bec- especially those activities that are connected to oil and gas. Uh, so it's, it's a, a sector where the volatility is tied to the international price of oil, and shifting activity there probably won't affect our overall volatility. We should also look at the size of the programs that the government is doing. I mean, it's about a $500 million subsidy to uh, the petrochemical industry here, and you know that, that's a, a big chunk of change, but this is a $350 billion economy, and so it's really not going to have a big meaningful impact on the way Alberta's economy functions as a whole. What it does do is distort economic activity, uh, lowering our productivity, and costing the government some money that it really doesn't have a lot of at the moment. Well, there are uh, a lot less volatile uh, sources of, of government revenue, but you know, I think you're well aware of maybe what I'm, I'm hinting at because it's politically um, a top sell. Yeah, I, I mean, no, nothing in our report really tackles uh, the way in which government should try to raise money. It's really more about we hear this word diversification all the time without any context or any measurement or any analysis, making it, you know, they can attach that word to almost any policy announcement they have in mind. And our analysis really shows that if we're concerned about volatility and diversification, then where we lack diversity and where we have high levels of volatility is on the income side. And we should have a conversation about policies there. Um, And yeah, I mean, a sales tax is less volatile than income taxes and far less volatile than resource royalties. But at least, yeah, I mean, getting back to the central point of this, government should be clear about what the objective is. If we're concerned about the volatility of of revenue, then we, we can have a conversation about how best to address that. Yeah. But that, that that doesn't seem to be, at least for now, the main impetus of what right. the government's I mean, doing. How can we know whether a policy is appropriately, appropriately designed or whether it can work unless we're clear about what we think the disease is that's afflicting the economy? I mean, you wouldn't go to a doctor and have him prescribe something unless he tells you what he thinks the problem is. We need to diagnose this thing first. And there really just isn't any work out there at the moment that tries to crunch the numbers. And so we didn't put out what we think of as the, the final word on the issue. We just gathered up a wealth of data, crunched some numbers in different ways, and hopefully we'll start a conversation about what specifically the government has in mind when they use the word diversification. Yeah, I think it's important to uh, unpack this, as the report says. Policyschool.ca, people can read it for themselves. Trevor, thanks for joining us here. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, that's Trevor Toom, uh, Assistant Professor of Economics, University of Calgary, co-author of this study, policyschool.ca, looking at diversification, what it actually means, because it, it, it depends on the context. And so when you say Alberta needs to diversify, what do we need to do? We need to diversify the workforce? Well, in fact, as it turns out, Alberta's workforce is more diverse than any other province. Do we need to diversify revenue sources the government depends on? Well, okay. 
then let's have that conversation. What is the government proposing to do to address that? Well, nothing really. But it says here, perhaps surprisingly, Alberta and Saskatchewan lead the country in employment diversity. Even accounting for non-resource jobs that are indirectly linked to resources does not reveal resource-rich provinces to be less diverse than others. So what do we mean when we talk about diversification? What is the government trying to achieve? As the authors of this paper say, at the end of the day, responsible governments, does such a thing exist? Responsible governments must define their objectives clearly and recognize the cost of policies meant to achieve those objectives. We cannot hope to have a sensible debate on economic policy without full and complete information. If it matters, measure it. Seems simple enough. 403-974-8255. We'll come back, talk a bit more about this. We'll speculate wildly about this uh, 2.30 news conference. 403-974-TALK. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.